they have the appropriate plug though because if they <laughs> the best part about business class headphones is they have like a proprietary plug so you can't that's use right. it that's right it's a double prong or something yeah, it's double, <laughs> delta double prong so you can't use it on your on your phone <clears throat> this is episode 18 of corporate lunch the gq style podcast i am corporate lunch's own gq style's own noah johnson here today with the legendary chris black aka done to death what's good family uh will welch is in europe observing fashion shows on behalf of gq style and gq um so chris and i are here today uh yeah i, I just it was nothing for me to just you know come down did you us. just fly in from la to i here? i've been home for a week did you just come <laughs> did you come directly from um what's the name of that i vegan? left erwan erwan i left erwan and went straight to lax <laughs> and then straight to Condé Nast. That's, that's right that's the life i'm living corporate lunch this the pod studio here is a little bit like an erwan outpost of sorts I wish it was. I, there, I don't see a tonic bar in here anywhere. But I've that, never been to that place. It's um, it's a scene more than anything. It, uh, otherwise, it's just a really expensive grocery store. Which is like part of my personal brand. It's a part of my personal <laughs> brand as well. But it's just a fun, it's a people watching exercise above anything else. Um, So the New York LA thing has been interesting to me for a minute because I was like, damn, two years ago, everyone in New York left and went to LA. Yeah, all my friends. And then... That like, was like a thing for a while, and then everyone that was left behind, like the remainders here in New York, like were all thinking about it. Even like the most diehard, like chopped cheese motherfuckers, were thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, wow, <laughs> am I? Did I just get categorized as a chopped cheese motherfucker <laughs> for the first time in my life? Um, I don't think. Um, I I feel like I'm able to go there enough. I don't care to Doesn't live matter. there. Right. I mean, it, it's I I'm in some lucky situations, but I don't think that I'm ready to lose my edge yet. Is what I say when people ask me. <laughs> so is that? But the th so the thing I've been thinking lately is I'm like, damn, that whole thing seems like it just slowed down. Do you think a lot of people just realized what you just said, which is like, wait, we don't have to live. You don't there. have to. Well, I don't know what people. I, I mean, personally, the only real issue for me is I don't know what I do for work there. I, not that I know what I do for work here I was necessarily. Just say, what do you do for work? But here? I'm saying I, I feel like it happens here in a way that is is kind of um, exclusive to New York. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll literally run into someone on the street and then have a job. That you is live, not going to happen there, right? Like you pick up, you're like a gig. You're like a gig guy. I'm I'm part of the gig economy. <laughs> you're a gig. I like my gigs to be on retainers, but that's a that's a personal right. preference. Right, you know? right. That's a that's a business strategy that I don't even understand. I'm a I'm a full time employee. You're a corporate guy. thug, and I'm you have been since I <laughs> you've true. been a corporate thug since the day I met you, and I appreciate that <laughs> because I think that as I get older, I I understand that, that security gives you a peace of mind that I sadly do not have. Yeah. But does that appeal to you, or you're just like, oh, I'm good? It appeals to me if somebody brought the fucking bag yeah. and, and <laughs> let me have eight weeks vacation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean. All right, we'll get to it. Are there people? I'm sorry. Is there somebody that doesn't know? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Hine just reminded me that I should introduce Chris for people that don't know who he is. For I guess this is people who aren't on Twitter. Um, I'm look. Chris I'm more Black. than I'm more than a Twitter account. Well, I, the things I know about Chris Black <laughs> is um, he's the homie. He's from Atlanta. Um, he has an agency called Done to Death Projects. Um, he he dabbles in all sorts of pursuits that are sort of a mystery to me. He spends time in New York and L.A. He's got good taste. Wears nice glasses. What kind of glasses are those? Uh, Cutler and Gross. Yeah, they're he's got he's always got the best let me, optics. Let me tell you on. something. When you wear glasses every day and they cost a lot of money, and I, I've said this before, but people ask me all the time if they're um, a brand I don't want to mention. It starts so with an M? And no, it starts oh. with a uh, starts with a uh, <laughs> W and then a P. Okay. And they're very cheap. Uh huh. 
Oh, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. And if that happens to me again, I swear I'm going to get LASIK. <laughs> I, I swear, I, it's almost, I've said this before. I think it, it's going to drive me to LASIK. Um, Chris, maybe you should introduce yourself since I. I didn't you did a great. You Sam did a you did a great job. A more um, thorough introduction. Yeah, my I'm. You got my name right. Uh-huh. You got my um, origin uh, birthplace correct. Yeah. Um, How tall are you? I'm six foot four. Yeah, tall yeah, guy. Thank you. I'm, I'm extremely good looking. Okay. Um, <laughs> fit, extremely fit these days, which is a, it's on my talking points. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, all that stuff is true. Yeah, I have an agency called Dungeon Death Projects, and I work with. Uh, clients and all kinds of stuff from agencies like droga five to to brands like i'm working with arteryx valence now i worked cool. with new balance for a long time um a24 films uh stussy um i also have a podcast called public announcement um with my partner james uh that we do um when when we can <laughs> it comes out on a uh, infrequent schedule but it's when it comes it's good so a lot of the work you do is in the like marketing and advertising at content creation zone yes right? that is yes that is that's yes right today you're on corporate lunch episode 18 <laughs> 18 episodes sam this is a lot of episodes never thought we'd make it past three okay my favorite thing about you i think <laughs> is lately is how much that's why i it's funny we started talking about erwan but like you're you're like I don't even know if you're mocking it or your genuine commitment to like healthy lifestyle corporate brand world um, and life is just so admirable. Well, I mean, I don't. First of all, there's nothing funny about it. No. Second of all, <laughs> um, no, I I think that it's a I'm at a place in my life where I have um, I had to stop doing some things, uh-huh. so I had to replace those things, and yeah. what that means is um, boutique fitness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Healthy eating uh-huh. and getting fucking results. Yeah. And that's that's that's, <laughs> What's that's that gains. That's gains with a yeah. Z. Um, but it, the the reality is, and I said this because I've I've been um, sober for a year, like a, a year now, over a year. And I, I tweeted about it and I, I was like, I literally, I think I've replaced all the money I was spending on drugs is being spent on boutique fitness. That seems so, like a good trade off. You have to trade something or I'd be an empty vessel. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm at, I mean, it's a very, it's expensive, but it's um, extremely gratifying. What are your favorite boutique fitness programs? <sighs> I mean, number one is Barry's Bootcamp. That's the best? It's the best. It's also the most expensive. Is it the best looking people in that class in terms no, of like how attractive? No. no. Well, it depends on where you are. I would say I go to the one in NoHo. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like there's probably better locations. Hollywood, the one in Hollywood, which is in East Town, which is on Hollywood Boulevard, pretty good. Um, but I'm going at off-peak times. But LA is just an off-peak place. Are you saying these are, these are the best because you're getting the best results? Like if you like, it's th- the most washed you can possibly feel <laughs> after one hour of exercise. Like if I do it at eight twenty in the morning, yeah. like I skipped. I, I went to the regular gym today, but if I did the Barry's Thursday abs class at eight twenty, <laughs> I need to. I gotta lay down afterwards. And like, you're yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 rough. Damn. But it's the only. I mean, I've never done it. You you don't you skateboard? That's that's cardio. I stay active. You do stay active. I'm in the streets. Yes, you're in the streets, but I'm. I'm also in the streets. Yeah, uh, but I need sadly I need you, much so more. So you than do that. an 820 berries abs class, and what you wash that down with like a charcoal smoothie or like no, what you do have you, the berries. Berries has smoothies that you order before the workout, so they're so waiting on you. Ready when you're for done. you? Yeah. They just hit you because you gotta get the protein. You gotta get the protein 20 minutes after you work oh, out. You gotta like get it immediately. Yes, that's the peak time. Wait. So you get the berries. You get the protein. It's peanut butter and chocolate, but you get it with the vegan protein. I see. Just for that's a hot tip for all the listeners. I see. So I couldn't like do the class and then wait an hour in line for brunch at Five Leaves and no, then get my. Not. By the time my egg sandwich gets to me, it's been the twenty minutes is up. I mean, it's it's not gonna hurt you, but it's not gonna yeah. be optimal. I get it. 
I get it. So Barry's is is the. I one mean, I like them all, but I think that there's a. I, I was seeing a personal trainer for a while in L.A. Uh, that has a place called like Phys you, Ed. You were dating, or that you were just no. Uh, he he would like that. No, I'm just kidding. It's a business relationship. <laughs> um, he, uh, Jake Davis and Adrian Ho introduced me to him. Okay. And he just he changed my life. He kind of put me on. He was like, if you really want to get serious about this shit. Like, you got to eat right and come see me four times a week. This is like a year ago. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And then I saw results, and then it was on. And it, uh, So once you see the result, it's like you're hooked. It's an yeah, addiction. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and just to bring going. it full circle, since we're here in this building, yeah. your clothes fit better. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So we don't really get into the dark arts of fitness and nutrition and healthy lifestyle because we're focused on... The gear. More we're focused on the, what you're wearing, well, what the, brands, what labels you're repping. I mean, I don't, I don't rep any labels. Did you have to replace your wardrobe? That's the sad reality. Is that it's getting to the point where I'm, I'm getting a large instead of an XL. Wow. But I also, I don't want my shit fitted. That's not my look. So you just keep running with the XL. I can still pull it off, but it's, it's. I mean, all my pants have had to been taken in though. What kind of shirt? What's this nice textured this shirt? This is you're Stussy. This is a is Stussy it? terry cloth. I'm wearing a motherfucking towel. I like that. I love this actually. This is great. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I keep it very minimal. So some of your, my second favorite thing about you is um, Chris Black on Twitter. Uh, yes, thank you. It's my preferred medium. I've been, and I'm also active on that. I'm, I take part in that conversation. I'm online. You're logged on. So sometimes, though, I wonder, <laughs> Sam Hine with the chuckle. The chuckle, the background chuckle makes me chuckle. Uh, it's audience. We have an, a live studio yes, audience. Yes, this is a live studio audience. Did, uh, I, how often do you have that like crisis where you're like, shit, I gotta log off? Never. Never. No, I, that's my greatest fear. That one day you'll have to log off, or that I, I you'll will be never, logged I, off. I, you'll be involuntarily yes, logged off. Yes, I could be voluntarily like when people. It's in your will. It's like, people, do not log me yes, off. When I die, keep me <laughs> keep me signed in. Um, no, when people, you know, especially like over the holidays, because we just finished the holidays, and people are like, yeah, you know, I'm taking a little detox. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you do then? Yeah. Like, what do you do? <laughs> I'm able to do all the stuff I need to do without taking a a, a detox from the internet it occurs to me that some people maybe get out of hand with it i don't know what that would mean like like i like, think it affects people in a negative way i think some yeah. people take it more seriously than they need to or right. they're looking at the wrong shit that right. is depressing yeah and like, i you're just reading about trump all day yeah, every like, day that's, you're your, that's your this. fault you that's, associate this with him yes, and exactly. then that's the whole problem yes i think it's very easy to make it fun and i will never unplug <laughs> I just don't I don't that's like what I like to do it's like it's it's like I, I'm still able to read books and magazines and get my work done and go to the gym yeah. and have so, a social yeah. life yeah. so why would I stop it's entertainment it's full I can sit at home and look at the internet and I don't watch TV I don't you know yeah as much as I used to that's just but what, what where are we like what is Twitter for like what is the thing that Twitter satisfies like what is Twitter best at do you think I was just talking about this recently because I saw those Dave Chappelle specials and I didn't think they were very funny. Uh -huh. I was like, what What do you guys think is so revolutionary about this? Uh -huh. And I realized it's because I think that I will laugh quickly and more easily and, and <laughs> more deeply <laughs> at a meme. Like more soulfully. I, more soulfully. I think a meme, I think something really funny on Twitter is better than stand up. <laughs> I honestly, I think it, I think it, I think it, I don't think it requires the same amount of talent yeah. or effort necessarily. Yeah. But a dumb meme yeah. will make me laugh twice as hard as like a joke that somebody's labored over for a year. Yeah. There's a thing with Twitter when you're in it, like when you're in it all day, kind of every day, where like the rhythm, the pacing of yes, it, it's be, the speed. like sort of like be it becomes this like this thing that you become in tune with in a way. And then, yeah. I think my brain 
worked like that before and i think I, that's why i gravitate towards it because i think that i i uh its pace is equal to my pace the thing people miss out on twitter is that you're a stylish motherfucker who me yeah please definitely please i'm blushing i'm blushing come on but i want to talk about the for a second a quick second because it's old news but you did an editorial for grailed oh yes did, I, yeah. did you not yeah yeah i guess that's an editorial if <laughs> it you, was a full-blown editorial. it was a full-blown editorial um, what happened? You got roasted, huh? Oh, I got That's killed. Not why I, I didn't mean to, to dig, I, up, dig I, up these. I mean, I would never want to do this, but I, I mean, I knew that wearing dance goes <laughs> was going to get me. To, I was wearing dance goes in an Oasis t-shirt talking in, to an audience of like 17-year-olds. Yeah, those kids don't get it, you think? I always, see, I always think the kids are like a step ahead. I, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. But I also like, uh, I, I just find it so, that whole world is so strange to me. And it's so... And I'm sure you have the same issue because I think you and I are probably generally the same age. But like you're wearing the Noah Cure stuff, I have that stuff. I, I just think that it's it's just a crazy time to live in where people will wear things that represent something that they just don't care about. It, it just blows my mind. Just because it's out, it's like entered their stream somehow. Yes, yes. I'm by not... association with certain people and certain brands, yes. Supreme, whatever, and then things kind of like. Get they get their hands on things with like no sense of a it's context a, it's a, or historical context at all. It's a generational shift, honestly. Yeah. It's a generational shift. I think that would be that would be extremely frowned upon when I was in my you know late teens, early twenties. That was like the whole point. The whole point of wearing something like that was to signify that you were cool to people that you want to think you were cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like you would be because of the content of the thing. Because of the content of the thing, yeah. If you see someone wearing that, you you might think you're going to be friends. What do you think it is now? If it's not the content of the thing, it's just it's just like merely like brand association or yeah. just like hype. Yeah, it's factor. it's it's like gross. <laughs> I mean, it's I think that there's brands. I was just talking about this uh, with Amar Deep and Jay at, at at the office about how like Boot Boys educates the consumer in a way that is probably too much. What's Boot Boys? Boot Boys is the the t-shirt, the guys that make t-shirts from Chicago. Uh-huh. And the references are like extreme. But Kanye wore it, so now it's fucked. What but, are some of the references? I mean, just like, I have a, a Herb Ritz shirt uh-huh. <laughs> that says, putting on the Ritz. It has yeah. a picture of Dolly <laughs> on the front and Madonna on the It's like, or it'll be, it, it'll be music stuff, it'll be nightlife stuff, but it's very specific. It appeals very much to me. They're clearly like punk guys. It's yeah. like Rizograph prints and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, the shit sells out in 30 seconds. Uh-huh. And I'm talking, this is dense shit. Yeah. This is like you either get it or you don't. Like, yeah. it, it's just not, you know, a public image LTD t-shirt that's, it, they mash things together. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be like a very obscure, like, poet right. <laughs> with with something musical or whatever. Um, so for people to get both, obviously that's rare, but I think they do a really good job of educating the person even though they might not. They're taking it too far. Are there? I think it's just... The reality is they do that. They feel better. I respect it. The The actual buyer doesn't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like the game a little bit, though, is like they get you and like five dudes like you on board yes. and then the rest of the pieces yes. sort of like fall in Exactly. And I think that that's what – I mean, I think Supreme used to do that more back in the day. I think they would educate a little more. I think now it's yeah. it's like whatever. Fuck it. This shit's going to sell. Yeah, I think that's true. I think they still do it. Things are just different. The whole thing is a little bit different because something someone can quickly like read a Wikipedia page for something Very and true. be like, I totally get this whole reference. This whole Very thing true. makes sense to me. I'm up on this. As opposed to sort of like discovering it and then slowly like 
unlocking the sort of like mysteries of whatever, like a yes. cult band yes. or a poet or an artist. Or I just think that, yeah, I, I just, I, I just wonder now where people are finding out about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like where, if, if you're, if you find out about the cure from Noah, that's great, but that's crazy <laughs> to me that that's where you would find out about it in, in 2018. You know what I mean? You don't find out about it from a friend or from whatever you find out about it from a t-shirt. What else, what else does 2018 have in store? Do you think fashion wise? I'll tell, I'll, t- I'll go first. Uh, well, uh, please. Wait, no, you're ready. Go. Well, corduroy's popping, baby. <laughs> I was just talking to Sam about before I got here. I'm, I'm head to toe in the cords. The I'm rocking about, it head yeah, to toe. I, I am too. And we, me and Will, corporate corduroy has like corporate lunch has been riding for corduroy for a minute. As I, has sort of everyone. I got this. The wider the whales, the better. If you hell ask yeah, me. keep. I want my whales <laughs> wide as hell. Keep them wide. I don't even want to get a measurement. Wait, but can I tell you a problem with corduroy? What? All right, you can't mix and match corduroy. No, you cannot. Like a light corduroy with a dark no, corduroy. Exactly. No, you look crazy. It's nuts. <laughs> no, that's nuts. But you, what you can do, you can do like head to toe all in the same corduroy, same brand, same color. Like you could suit it up yes. in a way. Like yes. if you had like the, like Will does it where he has like a jacket and pant. It's like a tracksuit or whatever, yes. but it's like corduroy. That's extreme, but I'm with it. It's fly. Yeah. But my issue now is I've acquired so much fly corduroy gear that Un- is all mismatched yeah, and it's fucked. unmixable. Mm. You backed yourself into a corduroy corner. It's a bit of a fucking corduroy <laughs> conundrum. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I saw that coming. I was happy. I saw the wheels turning. Um, I got some corduroy. I got this corduroy trucker jacket. That's From who makes it? The is cords. It Levi's? The oh, cords. The cords yeah. yeah, I really like. I think yeah. they're. I just all that stuff is cool. Yeah. and it's all in weird colors, and the cuts are good. But I have a couple jackets. I think the jackets are really nice. They launched that brand with DJ Harvey. I know it's so fire. As like just like their guy, and I interviewed him. I had this. Like, I saw that phone call with him. Yeah, like, he was in, in Ibiza, of course, at the time, like doing this residency. Exactly what you want. It was the craziest conversation I've ever yeah. had. I was in so I was so out of my league with this yeah, guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's like a fifty year old, just like disco sex drugs he's been cool for a really long time can you imagine being cool for like 35 years just like it's a deep like rich well-aged coolness yes for sure just undeniable and see that's exactly my point that's what the world is lacking that's (laughs) exactly little of these the youth obsessed culture that we're living in is not letting guys like that flourish the way they should yeah and and I would also say so I interviewed him and did this story and like it you know needless to say it wasn't a viral sensation sure and like I had this when when I talked to him and it wasn't a huge story by any means it was like it was like a preview of this brand the course yeah. but I did have this feeling where I was like this guy's so unbelievably fucking cool I hope my like few thousand twitter followers or whoever can get like a little bit gym from this of something from DJ Harvey in this yeah. story because they're not finding him elsewhere unless they're going to Ibiza this weekend Ibiza yes. Ibiza <laughs> yes. please respect the culture yeah whatever so anyway yeah I'm wearing corduroy um I'm still, you know what, man? I'm I'm keeping it strong on my logoless outlook. Really? So you're not doing like the full Prada corduroy thing? I mean, those Prada track pants are fire, <laughs> but I don't need stuff like I can't buy stuff like that. I just find it silly, kind of. I don't. I mean, yeah. I like it aesthetically, yeah. and I understand people who buy it, yeah. but I have no interest in buying. I would buy. I think shoes, it's fine, but like clothing, yeah, I, shoes I'm, really last. I don't exaggerate when it's it's literally Levi's, Uniqlo, and like you know. That, that's really what it is. I, I don't think it needs to be more than that. Yeah, that's a good point. But I get caught up in it. I mean, I want. I, I just like, can't go into a Uniqlo store. Oh, I can. Because I know exactly what I need to get, so I'm in and out. <laughs> like, I got that jacket. I wanted one of those J.W. Anderson jackets, yeah. which also shocked me. I was a yeah. little embarrassed. Yeah. And then I got it, and it's it was $50. It was you know, fi- it's $50. Men's Fashion Week is starting right now. Do you know this? Are you aware of this? Uh, What's y- the general awareness of this? Yeah, I know. Happening? I mean, okay. you mean pity? 
BD's happening now, and then Milan will happen in yes. a couple London days. Yes, London happened already, right? Yeah. Um, I saw a full tie-dye suit on the London. That's right. Who was that? I don't know, but it is flames. <laughs> With the shirt. The shirt was tie-dyed. That's your wedding uh, Like suit. a turtleneck. That's your it's, summer wedding suit. Yes. You're like, I just put in my personal order for that. It'll. You know. I got a personal order. Yeah, no, I know the fact. I think that I, I saw some pictures from uh, Pity, and, and it. I feel like last season or maybe last year, it was like literally dudes wearing Supreme, and it kind of looked crazy. Yeah. And this year, I don't know if it's the photographers choosing this or if the style has shifted, but it's a little more. They're back in their suits? Ba- yes, and it looks appropriate. Yeah. It might be that it's winter versus summer. Yeah, very true. So the dudes are more like, oh, I got to break out the overcoats and all this stuff. But there's definitely like a shift. I haven't seen someone wearing that um, that that bag. The, Which one? The the fucking um, what's his name? Alex Alex. Oh, the chest harness. The chest harness. We are off that. <laughs> I'm into it. You I'm are down. not into that. You I would never wear it. it. The chest harness. You would never wear it though. If I went to PT Uomo, I might. You would not. I might break it I, out. I know you're not. You're not a dickhead. <laughs> like I, I think the cross, the bag thing, the the men's purse thing. Because I saw Anwar Hadid wearing a full on Goyard women's purse. There's just a small one. I'm like, yeah. fam, that's not a bag. That's the full on purse. Yeah. It serves the same purpose. That thing, the chest harness, yeah. serves no purpose beyond a bag. I like it. It's tactical. It looks cool. It it, looks does, it is tactical as hell. Yeah. That was my my um my notes for. 2000 fashion in 2018 what was my phrase uh tactical luxury it was mm. like i want you know it's like imagine fashion yeah imagine <laughs> me I, I just made that up you can put that on your mood board and it's a picture of like me in an hermes scarf wrapped around my face like a mask doing paintball like, fire that's you know fire I mean? don't give this away bro i'm gonna steal that and sell this someone. i give everything away this I is corporate th- lunch i think that um you know what I think, and you'll like this because yeah. I know you do this in your your spare time. What I don't know that? if you do anymore now you're the dad, but what? um, rock climbing. I think the rock climbing oh, I look. Yeah. I think that look is is falls into your tactical luxury. It is, but yeah. is a little more specific. Yeah, outdoorsy. Know? I hope pastels are. You know, I'm I'm looking for a pastel. Yeah, I agree. Faded yellows. Mm. Sun um, sun drenched. This is leading us directly, perfectly into the thirteen vibes section, the not so fast lightning round of yes. The hold per- on, the let, vibes of the moment. Let me get my phone. Sam, drop a bomb. All right, CB, kick us off. What's the first vibe? Hold on. Um, uh, um, well, I, I checked in with some people and asked them before I got here. I was like, uh-huh. what would you say that Suggestions? my Suggestions? Vi- yes, Rachel, former oh, guest of the podcast, of who yeah. is is um, an expert. Yeah. Going to concerts alone. Because That's that is <laughs> strong. Vibe. That is something that I have done, and I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go see the Killers tomorrow night. MSG alone. Oh, the killers. I like the Killers. Come on. Sorry, I do. Really? There are generations. You too. Well, you too is one of the worst. Bands I agree. Of all time. I agree. But a lot of people <laughs> we know like you too, and I don't I get it. The Killers had. A, there's one record they made called Sam's Town that stuck uh-huh. with me, and I. I just what can't year help was it. that? It was it was when I was still in the music business. It was like 2008. Is that Mr. Brightside on that one? That no, this is after that. Oh. It's a classic. The good one is the one that came after the Mr. Brightside one? Yes, in my opinion. Damn. But I could be wrong. Anyway, but I, I will go to things alone because I like to get in and out. And you can also show your true emotions, you know? Like you can sit there and weep and not if you, feel weird look, about you, the date. I wouldn't say I would do that necessarily, <laughs> but I could do that. And I would, I would be guiltless because it's just me in a sea of strangers, you know? I've never gone to a concert alone, and to be totally honest, I don't know if I would. I hate con- I mean, I... 
when you do that for a living, you don't care anymore. And now, ten years removed, yeah. I'm start. It started to interest me again. But you have to do it in this. Speci- is it like you have to do it that way, or that's just the way you you've I you think will that do it? Some of the things that I like, I could not get someone to go with me. You couldn't find <laughs> someone to go to the killers with you. If I if, if I here's the other thing, I've decided that I'm going to start doing things like a regular person from time to time. Yeah. Like I'm not going to call anybody and try to get You're the plug. Gonna go do it. I'm just going to go on StubHub. Yeah. I'm going to pay a hundred bucks. I'm yeah. going to show up. I'm wow, gonna have, is it sold out? Sold out. MSG yeah. and Barclays in one week sold out. Hit up Chris on Twitter <laughs> at, at Done to Death and go to the Killers concert with him. I think this is maybe a call for it, it could help. be a call for it could be a cry <laughs> for help. If you see him it there, could be a cry for help. If you see him there, maybe leave him alone and let him cry to Mr. Brightside on his own. Uh, that's not the song I would cry to, but that's All the right, sentiment. Sorry. It's okay. That's the sentiment. <laughs> the sentiment is what matters. All right. The next vibe is something that's been hotly contested amongst me and the homies. Flat lids on coffee cups. Ooh, flat I prefer a flat lid on coffee cups. Yeah, like a classic you, New York deli classic style. Classic New York deli style coffee cup with the lid where you can flip up the tab, poke it into the thing, and you sip your coffee. Yeah. A lot of people have trouble with these. I don't love it, but honestly, I'm a no cap. To All quote, right. to quote, future and young thug, it's no cap <laughs> over here. I like it because the you know coffee when I get it is so hot. Yeah, yeah, you want to air it out. Yes, I want to air it out. I agree. No lid is the preferred. Yes, but if you have to have one, you want if flat. If you got to go with a lid, you got to go with the flat lid. I thought you were talking about fitted hats, and I was like, fam, you're no. off base here. <laughs> no, I, I curve the brim. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot ride with this. I curve or, in fact, crease the brim. Crease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that would be a flat brim. Yes, yes, yes. Flat yes. lid coffee, flat brim. I didn't know. I thought you were onto some slang that I was <laughs> possibly not not aware of yet. What's you know? the next vibe? Um, another. I I've told to tell people this lately when they ask me because you know I'm I'm um I go to a lot of restaurants, but it, to me I, the the restaurant is more important than the food. Does that make sense? You know, I'm I'm At, the, okay. Go I'm on. there for an experience, yeah. and food is just a part of that. Is that like you know the quality of the matchbooks they have? At yes, the, quality at the of the desk. matchbooks, the service, yeah. the ambiance, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the the whole thing is more important to me than yeah. the, the actual dish, because I become a I've, against my own will. I become a micro food influencer. Oh my god! So I just <laughs> I have to I have to I have to make myself um I have to give myself a lane. What's the? Can you just bless us real quick, like with? You, what, your what, favorite restaurant in New York? What I'm no, that's too much pressure. Come what on. I'm what I'm saying is is like a a restaurant like um I like a serious finished restaurant like a Balthazar. So you know what I mean? Yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Something I love that's serious and finished, and there's a almost a performative quality to it. Like over a place like Dime. Dimes. Dimes, Dimes is. A fake restaurant. Yeah. But it's people go there because it's cool. Yeah. But like the staff smells bad. I don't, that's not what I'm looking for. I, I, I go it there. It smells good in there. It does not smell good in there. No, you're not getting close don't enough. Don't they have like a proprietary candle made by some artisan? That smells candle? good. I like Dimes as a brand very much. Yeah. I think it's very cool. Yeah. And I think it's also uh, still, weirdly, the only thing like that in New York. Yeah. Which that's is true. Like, I, you know. It's true that um, I also like a finished restaurant. I love Balthazar and, uh, that falls into the category to me as sort of a regular ass restaurant. Like Odeon a little bit is like this as well. Like Well, they're both McNally restaurants. You yeah. kind of set the tone for what a New is York there, restaurant is. That's right. But I go I mean, you know, I, I really like this place called Lighthouse. Uh-huh. Um they it's in Brooklyn, I think, but there's an outpost now in Soho and I eat lunch there a lot. It's very good. And they've got the the no, they restaurant don't. thing dialed or no, no, they don't. But it's just a it's small and like you have to sit at a counter, but it's good and it's lunch, so it's okay. All right, let's have lunch there. Yes. Next yes. Week. All right, my next vibe is something I fucking hate, effing hate, but um, <laughs> it's so good, which is award season. Oh, you know I love award season. <laughs> I, I pay for cable just to watch award shows. <laughs> oh, come on. But I have a real problem with the idea that 
like the media, myself very much included, the main, the lamestream media <laughs> has turned award shows like the Golden Globes <laughs> that were for a long time <laughs> basically uh, like. I, don't, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but I didn't even know what the Golden Globes were really until like five years the ago. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association. It's like these things are these like huge events, and I I can't help it. Like I don't even really watch. I just watch air quotes watch on Twitter, where yes, it's like, oh, yes. I'm logging on. I, I'm getting online. I watch now I'm, I'm lo- as these red carpet arrivals are beginning. I mean, award shows. I, I also, in the last probably three or four years, have started to see all the movies, so I I can actually have a you more some investment. Mo- I have a more or informed opinion, and I feel you invested. Get screeners. I've already got a few screeners. A few screeners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Not to stunt, um, but I do have a gripe with. Uh, I, I think that Lady Bird is overrated. All right. So that so then therefore you're entering award shows like ready to see Lady Bird lose because you not just lose. Like, you want to be. I think Greta Gerwig is insufferable for many reasons, uh-huh. but I think that movie is. Uh, a good coming of age movie. I don't yeah. think it's uh, as good as people want it to be. I like I thought, Disaster it. Artist was brilliant. I haven't seen you it. know, but I've seen them all. But it just depends. You know, Phantom Thread was brilliant too. It just depends. Yeah, I just want to see what people are wearing and how they will humiliate themselves when they give acceptance speeches. That's most people are there for. <laughs> I'm there for the intellectual reasons. You plebe. <laughs> What's the next vibe? <laughs> oh, I don't shit. Bring us home, Chris. Shit. This Shit. is the lightning round. Lightning round. Oh my god. I don't know. This is the not so fast. This I'm... is episode 18 of Corporate Lunch. There's a new There's a subscribe uh write a review, comment. There comment at me on Twitter. There's a whole new thing though we're doing where you can email us a question about anything. Not like how much you think your supreme like <laughs> leather jacket's going to sell for on Grailed, but anything else. At corporate lunch at corporate <laughs> corporate underscore lunch at condenast.com. That's literally the worst email address for that possible. You couldn't corporate, get corporate lunch at gmail.com. Corporate. No, nah, we don't have that. All right, just I don't want to confuse the listener. Corporate underscore lunch at condenast.com. That's right. Let's go. And if you if you want to communicate with me at all, you can email it there and know it to me because I'm not going to give out my personal <laughs> I will email address. Forward those emails on this podcast to Chris Black. Uh, but you can find me uh, on Twitter at Done to Death. You are can the find DMs me. open. The DMs are always motherfucking <laughs> open. You know what it is, baby. Uh, from dudes talking about the pictures I post of other dudes. You still got to take us home with one more vibe. Oh, one more vibe. Um. All right, I'm I'm gonna say that mixing navy and black is my number one vibe. That's the number one. That's thing. the number one vibe. That's no. a clean one. People still ask about that. Is it okay to mix navy? I know, and, and black? I just took over the style guy style guy job, and I'm saying <laughs> yes, it is. It's it's chic. It's it's almost European, I would say. All right, we got Chris Black taking us home with some of the better fashion advice we've heard in 2018 thus far. Even though it's a little a little tired, but we'll take it. Wow, wow, wow! <laughs> On that note, fuck you. Thanks for having me. This is episode 18 of Corporate Lunch. See you next time. Later.